We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Hi, everyone. This is Christina. And this is MJ. And this is another episode of A Spooky Tales. Today, we have a very heavy and depressing episode. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> apologize in um, advance. Yes, we do. We do apologize in advance because today we are talking about the dark side of exorcisms. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess last episode, I didn't mention it until the end, but we're doing like a little mini series on exorcisms. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is just another part to that. But yeah, this is like when exorcisms go wrong. I'm going to give a trigger warning now. Two cases involve the death of a child. And I will not go into detail on what happens to them because it was horrible. I read the police reports. Oh, my God. I I don't I almost threw up <laughs> like it was horrifying and i was like what the f- oh god it was bad uh and one of the little one of the kids it was like no i think they were both like two or three within that age range which mm-hmm. i mean my oldest is almost four but he's three right now and my youngest is one so they're like in that little age and i was like oh that's <laughs> terrible oh uh, yeah it's bad but i'm not gonna give details on any of it just how the exorcisms went wrong and you know the dangers of exorcisms mm-hmm. because um, well, I mean, let's get into the topic here, I guess. I have no listener story today because after I finished my notes, I just didn't feel like going and looking for one. Oof, another strong episode. Exorcisms have been the subject of many beloved horror movies, but they take place in nonfiction settings and are on the rise. In the Catholic Church, which I'm speaking about directly because as a former Catholic, it's what I'm most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Exorcisms are very, very rare. And there's very specific rules and procedures to follow during this ritual. This isn't something that anybody, just anybody can do. Uh, And unfortunately, there is a very real and dark side to exorcisms and suspected possessions. And like historically, and I'm only talking about modern cases, but historically, you know, exorcisms and suspected possessions are usually confused with like Tourette's or schizophrenic uh mental conditions right um Mm -hmm. i'm only speaking about like three modern cases that exorcisms have gone wrong so there's like there's religions like pentecostal religions evangelical religions that often refer to anything and everything under the sun as demonic yes (laughs) and there's a such a real danger to that so they're like sickness cancer you're uh sexual preference preferences right or not preferences what's it called your identity or yeah you know like being gay <laughs> right um as demonic uh, any members that have been excommunicated for whatever reasons oh they're now the devil they're demons we talk a little bit about that you weren't on that episode but the LLDL cult one yes. with Carmen um yeah we touched a little on how former members were said that they were like, oh, that they're demons or they're the devil. And when they have been excommunicated. Um, so um, this and this leads to like horrific things, right? Um, like 
crimes or, you know, death, um, a murder committed in the name of exercising these so-called demons, I'm going to be sharing real cases in which supposed demonic possessions and attempted exorcisms resulted in the death of the supposed possessed person. These cases, like I said already, Mm -hmm. two of these involve children, murder against children. If this is something you cannot listen to, please feel free to skip this episode. You are in like, no, we will not, you know, be offended uh, if you skip that part. Before I get into that, though, uh, MJ, you have a little bit of information on exorcisms, right? Uh, Yes. So exorcisms have been around way before Christianity even existed. You know, uh, religions around the world have always had their own process in order to exorcise a spirit, demon, jinn, ghost, whatever evil being. Um, So it's it's human practice that's been around for thousands of years. And the protocols and rituals depend on the religion or the uh, denomination of uh, said religion. Uh, There are due processes in a lot or I should say bigger religions. Mm -hmm. That they have to have their rituals and protocols that have to be followed. Um, Usually it's the head of the church who has to ordain it and they have to be like, yes, this is possession. Let's move forward. Like from what I've heard and from what you've told me, it's like super rare, at least in the Catholic religion. Right. Like where someone is believed to be really, truly possessed. Yeah. So, um, and some some religions are more strict than others um, when it comes to confirming these mm, possessions. Mm-hmm. So, on the strict end, I am going to go over the Catholic Church's um, process. Um, there is a vetting process uh, uh, today. That wasn't always the case, obviously, but today there is, mm-hmm. in which all medical-related issues have to be ruled out. Mental health and physical health diagnosis have to be ruled out. It's only when medical science cannot give an answer does the Catholic Church call it demonic possession. And there are a few signs um, of demonic possession, um, speaking in languages that is not known by the person who is possessed or understanding languages that, you know, they shouldn't understand. Mm -hmm. Having knowledge of things that they shouldn't know, like a private conversation or what someone does in their private time, like stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Which is, like, widely... I think that one's, like, the creepiest thing out of all. Like, how do you know? Yeah. And um, as well as having aversion to religious things like um, crosses and, you know, certain names being spoken. So, you know, that because there's a lot of boxes that need to be checked, oftentimes demonic possession is ruled out pretty quickly, making the churches, what the church calls real possession, very rare. Um, and very different from, again, from the way the cha- Catholic church used to operate or be like, oh, you're brewing tea? Witch. Possessed witch. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> making chocolate? You're making hot chocolate? Witch. Witch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. like ridiculous. It really was like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you we have a sore throat. On yeah, yeah. Um, what, what episode was it? Oh, one that you were also not on. <laughs> um, the one with uh Josh of uh, the first witch episode. Uh-huh. I touched a little on during the Spanish Inquisition and how indigenous and um most indigenous, but some mestizo and then. Um, black, like mixed race 
um, black and mm-hmm. mixed race uh, Latin American women were uh, being taken by the Spanish Inquisition because they were believed to be making brewing potions when they were making food or hot something. chocolate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. And then also like simple, like um, I know a lot of the cases where women back then were considered to be like sexual or, or something like expressing their individuality and be like witch demonic possessed let's take you oh you to- like sex demonic possession <laughs> yes you should yeah it's like crazy stuff like that but you know i i mean it's like a double-edged sword like the catholic church still has a pro- its problems but at- i'm gonna give them props for like having you know going through medical yeah and going through medical channels before they even do anything so you know what the yeah so what is considered possession by the catholic church is extremely rare and there's not many cases of it and they also don't allow filming all these uh uh which is called exorcisms have to be have to take place at somewhere that the catholic church owns so like a convent or a church or any, anywhere that, you know, that's not a home. And um, yeah, and they're often very private. They don't really release a lot of this information. It's a very private process between the priest, the Catholic Church, and the family and the possessed person. So a lot of this information or cases are not going to be out there unless the Catholic Church somehow declassifies them. I don't even know if they do that. I, I'm pretty sure they do that in a few instances, or they speak on it briefly. But not mm-hmm. all branches of Christianity are like that. While many require proof that something isn't medical, like some backyard churches. Oh, that is exactly all the cases that I'm covering mm-hmm. are quote unquote backyard. And, um, and yeah, exorcisms. and this is where it becomes, yeah, very dangerous. A few denominations of Christianity, in fact, don't believe in medical science. They they don't think you mm-hmm. should seek a doctor if you're sick. They don't believe in modern-day medical treatment. So when things do happen, they're often not able to ru- rule out mental or medical issues. I have family members in churches like this where um, seeking medical treatment is believed to go against God. Um, they believe that you're trying to yeah. extend your life and it's not your your job to do Place. so. Yeah, it's yeah. like if it's your turn, it's your turn. If you get sick, you get pneumonia, you you either survive or you don't. But it's not your job to to seek medical treatment to extend your life. It's it's considered very evil. And in their own, like if you seek a medical treatment, it's almost considered like you're possessed. Which it's it's very dangerous. Being anti science is very dangerous. And yeah. And exorcisms are dangerous, not because of the demonic influence, but because of physical aspects of it. A person is often restrained, many times in some cases against their will, by more Mm -hmm. than one person, Mm -hmm. many times. Um, And there's times where um, they are violently hurt. You know, they they will beat the shit out of somebody to like, oh, um, get that demon out, like, like, Be- by like beating be- them. Yeah, beat the yeah. demon out. Yeah, yeah, physically yeah. or, you know, um, choke someone. Um, there's cases yeah. where people have died because they were choked during their mm-hmm. possession or like, exorcism, whatever. Um, so it, it gets really dangerous. And in some religions, um, I know there's, a, there's several religions out there that use this method, but they are given poisonous plants to ingest or like oh, some gosh. kind of drink. 
to induce vomiting as a physical manifestation that you're expelling the evil. And this can result in death. Um, I mean, when you come to ingesting anything, even if it's like not poison, if you're allergic to it, you're done. Especially if you're Mm -hmm. in a place where, you know, there's no medical treatment for if an allergic reaction or something gets lodged in your throat or uh, the people around you are not letting you breathe. So a lot of the the times what is, you know, an exorcism is unethical. Um, But that's not to say all religions. There's some religions, like some Buddhist religions, where it's just prayer. Sometimes they will put like holy oil on themselves or, you know, plants or stuff and they just pray and they don't do like a exorcism. Like they don't hold a person down. They don't do. um, That sounds so much safer. They just they just pray and they pray to get better. And but that's not the case for every single religion. And Mm -hmm. in places where they have um, are in a cult like religion where science is frowned upon that's where it gets dangerous Mm -hmm. when it's like a cult-like religion and i don't want to harp on like religion or everyone's beliefs right but some of them are cults yes not religions they're Mm -hmm. they're cults disguised as religions Mm -hmm. and that's such a slippery slope when they add in exorcisms Mm -hmm. yeah And this could be, like I said, very broad because every religion and every belief has different rituals. Some, again, as small as just doing a prayer. Some that can, like some rituals that last months. Some that that have to be done on a specific day on the calendar year. So it all depends. But when it comes to like uh, denying science and a very cult-like mindset, it gets very dangerous very fast. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I was listening to um, this podcast called Stories with Sapphire, and her most recent episode has a, I don't know if it was a Catholic priest or an exorcist. I think it's an exorcist specifically, and he's just talking about the process, and he's saying, like, some of these take up to six months, up to, like, years um, for it mm-hmm. to work and they always have a medical doctor on on call yes. like there um they there's only certain people that can perform these at least in the catholic religion and this is not to make catholic religion sound better because like you already said it it has its issues too but that compared to some of these other quote-unquote rituals where they're holding someone down trying to mm-hmm. make them vomit like you can kill someone. And as I'm going to talk about, there have been deaths because of this. Um, and honestly, the the Buddhist one sounds just a lot better. I would do that just regularly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, same. Like, I think that's the easiest, um, safest one to do. And, um, oh my God, I forgot what I was going to say. There was something else I was going to say and it just went poof. <sighs> Damn oh, no. me and my Dory brain. <laughs> It's gone forever now. It's gone forever. I, I know, like, um, also, if anybody's ever been baptized, I just found this out, like, today, but baptism is, cons- it's technically an exorcism because you're oh. getting rid of the first sin. But, but if you're you, getting but, rid of a sin, not an evil Yeah, but it's considered or, it's considered a type of mm-hmm. exorcism, which is weird. Okay. I was like, oh, I've been exercised. <laughs> well, there we go. I have two. Only once. I n- <laughs> we only do it once. Yeah. In 
in as Catholics, right? When you're a baby. Yeah, yeah. You're only supposed and to then, do it once. I think there's some other religions where they do it to older teens. I have no idea. Because there's, there's the baptism, communion, and then confirmation. Yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. I've never done the com- confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it either. <laughs> I only got as far as the communion. The Commun- I can't say it. <laughs> my cousin, um, my cousin was my madrina, and then she wanted us to call her Nina, and we didn't want to do it. <laughs> what? Because, like, she was my cousin, and I'm like, I'm not going to suddenly start calling you Nina. What is even Nina? And I was too young to even want to do it. <laughs> uh, the, the, <laughs> the priest um, demanded all parents mm. be the um, the padrino for communion. The padrino. Really? He's That's like, weird. Yeah, because he's like, you know what? Why are you li- get, uh, giving other people the, the job title when you have to make sure your kids are raised right and stop giving your your oh. responsibility to somebody else? I don't know. I, okay. I, he must have been had going through something or seen some <laughs> shit. He was yeah. like, "Parents, I'm fed up oh, with you." Oh my god have you have you watched Have you watched the this full episode with the first communion in it? No, I haven't. Oh have my god, that? you need to. You need to. It's so funny. <laughs> I think it's the finale. Honestly, I don't want to. I accidentally. Sorry, spoilers. But it's because he's trying to. They're trying to choose the Nino for the. <laughs> For the kid, uh, it's such a good episode. Um, it's so funny. I needed that laugh before I get into this horrible, horrible topic. <laughs> yeah, because whatever I was going to say just went poof. It's gone forever. It's gone. <laughs> so, yeah, on to these terrible cases of exorcisms gone wrong. All right, so uh, this first one, this following case takes place in Belize. Jacqueline Sanchez was 22 years old when she began suffering from convulsions. Mm. She was uh, taken to several doctors, but none could figure out the cause. And so they were just like, okay, you have convulsions and hysteria. (laughs) It's always hysteria. Mm -hmm. Even in, in, because this is, uh, I forgot to write down the year this happened. This one, I think this one is from like 2015 or something like that, or 2017. It's pretty recent, this one. Yeah, they didn't know what was wrong with her. They were just like, I don't know, convulsions, hysteria. Um, And so maybe it was out of desperation. I don't know. But her parents began to believe that her ailments were caused after Jacqueline had used a Ouija board. So they believed that a demon had taken possession of their daughter and that only an exorcism could save her. They took her to their church, which was the Pentecostal Church of San Ignacio de Velasco. And uh, local media reported that during the ritual, Jacqueline Sanchez had levitated and spoken in a man's voice. Um, She was forcibly held down during the ritual, and at some point, she stopped breathing. And she didn't make it. Um, An autopsy was performed after her death, and it was determined that she had died of cardiac arrest. And her death was investigated by the Special Force to Fight Crime Santa Cruz Mm -hmm. in Belize. And her death was determined to have occurred from natural causes. And since that was the result of the autopsy report, no one was at fault for her death. So no one was arrested that, you know, forcibly held her down during this because they said that the cardiac arrest happened due to natural causes. But, like, I I have to wonder, like, was the stress from being forcibly held down and from undergoing this ritual uh, 
did this cause her heart attack? Like, would she have had it if she hadn't gone through the exorcism? Mm-hmm. I think so. Like, I, I, it sounds like she had one of the worst panic attacks ever. Mm-hmm. Like, and anybody who's had a, I've had panic attacks. I get them once in a while. Um, I've actually it really haven't had fe- one in a long time. Which it really feels like for. you're you're gonna die. It, yeah, it really does. Yeah. It really and then, does. So you start. Yeah, you like you can't breathe. So then you're like, oh my god, I can't breathe, and then you start freaking out about that, and mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think she was in so much fear and had so much anxiety that her body really literally gave out. I don't think people like, and even if she was a young person, like you go into that kind of like you're put into that kind of situation. Um, who knows how your body will react? You're exactly. in fight or yeah. flight mode, and you can't do anything. But that's horrifying. Uh, that's mm-hmm. horrifying being held down, and you're conscious of it. You're, t- you know, they're telling you, "Hey, you're possessed." And you're like, "No, I'm, I'm really not. Like, I just have a medical issue." And they're like, "No, you are, and we're gonna hold you down and to get rid of this demon." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that is my only one, Kareen, an adult. So this mm-hmm. next one, um, be, this is where I'm going to give a second trigger warning. I already warned everyone at the beginning, but this does involve a child. I'm not going to give details. Uh, the police report is out there. And again, it's a horrifying read. I wouldn't do it. Um, I felt sick. <laughs> Very sick reading it. <laughs> I shouldn't have. <laughs> but here we are. I already did it. So here we are. <laughs> so... This is the case of Benjamin Aparicio. Uh, and again, this involves the death of his death. Um, he was believed to have been possessed by a demon. And it's truly horror- horrifying. So uh, I'm going to put timestamps when this is over. In case you want to come back to the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So Benjamin Aparicio, uh, he was a happy and healthy two-year-old little boy. His parents, Liliana and Senan Aparicio belonged to the Iglesia Internacional Jesus es el Rey, which is, an, or was, I guess, an evangelical non-denomination. De- <laughs> yes, thank you. Evangelical non-denominational church in Balch, Balch Springs, Texas. The church was led by 52-year-old Araceli Mesa, and she was believed to be the prophet by the by the members of the church. Oh, it's red flags. Yes, red flags already, right? And uh, several church members. I'm. It's unclear to me if all the church members or only a few lived with her. But including the Aparicios, they lived in the church, which also happened to be Araceli Mesa's home. So it was like a commune, which is another red flag. Mm-hmm. And I don't, yeah, I don't know how many people live there, but more than just them, this mm-hmm. family and the prophet. So, um, but I don't know how many people exactly. So for some reason, the Aparicios and Araceli Mesa began believing that little Benjamin was possessed by the demon of ma- manipulation. And so this sounds like he was being a normal toddler. Because some people believe kids are manipulative. I don't. Uh, yeah, you have to have a really, 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 ev- I guess, evolved brain for that, which kids mm-hmm. don't have. You have to be like yeah. a 
adult to do that. Yeah. Kids do not exactly. understand manipulation. Yeah, especially a two-year-old. But they believed that he had become possessed by the demon of manipulation. And so the congregation, including the Aparicios, turned to Mesa, Araceli Mesa, for instruction. And she regularly cast out evil spirits from the members of the church. She claimed to receive direction from God, and he would tell her how to cast these spirits out. And this included fasting. So she ordered Benjamin to undergo fasting for 21 days, which is inhumane. Yeah, to, it really is. Yeah. For a child. Because um, I know in uh, uh, Abrahamic religions, mostly, like Christian, Islamic, and Jewish religions, uh, ch- children are not supposed to fast even on holy days. Like, you know, the yeah, days because that they are um, I know, like, Islam and I think even um, Judaism, like Jewish people, do mm-hmm. like uh, fasting, ho- not holidays, mm-hmm. but I don't know, they're not called holidays, I think, but they fast for like a long time, like Ramadan, right? Is mm-hmm. one, and I don't know the name of like the Jewish ones, but they fast and and uh, there's people that are exempt from it, like... Yes, children and yeah. the sick and elderly and pregnant women. Yeah, and so this this is a red flag that she's like, this little two-year-old has to fast for 21 days to get rid of it's this terrible. demon. Yeah. And so, on top of that, she separated the young boy from his parents and did not allow them to hold their child or go anywhere near him during this time. When anyone questioned Mesa on her instructions... To withhold food from ben- Benjamin, she would say, the devil is speaking through you. You're the devil. And this is if anyone questioned her. If anyone questioned her, it was like questioning the word of God. Mm-hmm. So on the 21st day of this supposed exorcism that has been taking place, um, Araceli Mesa claimed that God told her Benjamin could eat again. The demon had left his body. But it's been 21 days. Like at this point... Benjamin was too weak to eat. And the articles I read, some of them, not all, gave descriptions on the state of his body. I'm not going to do that, but I'm sure you can imagine someone who's been starved and what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, it was truly horrible, horrible to read. But yeah, you can imagine the state of his body. Like he was just, he was weak. He had lost so much weight. He didn't look like himself anymore, right? Mm hmm. He was essentially he was dying. And specifically on that day, he he was he was still alive. He could have still been taken to for medical care, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, instead Araceli Mesa held what she called a resurre- resurrection ceremony in which she prayed and prayed for God to give little Benjamin strength. It's believed that during this time, this ceremony is when he died. Um, so all this was recorded and live streamed. <gasps> yeah. Shh. Oh, yeah. My it's God. fucking horrible. So an anonymous tip was received and law enforcement arrived. Mesa was arrested, but the boy's parents had fled. Another, um, and so, yeah, at this point, no, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm like saying this wrong. So this was live streamed and over and they, then someone called the police, like, as an anonymously to, like, report their suspicion. So then someone showed up. And by this point, 
he was dead and I think they buried him like in the backyard and the parents what? had fled the country. Yeah. So I made it seem like they, they, the police crashed into the um, live stream. That's not what happened. So that's why I was like, let me rephrase this. Um, yeah. So the parents were gone. Araceli Mesa was arrested. And this was just a little bit after the, the live stream occurred. And so... Another church member that lived in this commune, and this isn't even like a church anymore. This is a cult straight up. Mm -hmm. But another member um, testified against Mesa and she was given um, like a plea deal for testifying against her Mm -hmm. because she was present during the resurrection ceremony. And she's the one who said that he looked like he was still alive, but they were all like, you know, it's a cult. And so I don't know. They're all like... I don't even, I don't know if brainwash is the right word. Like, it you is, know. it's brainwashed. They're manipulated, brainwashed. Yeah. All that. Ma- so they were manipulated into believe that she was the prophet and that God was going to perform this miracle on this little boy who needed to be taken to a hospital, mm-hmm. not to be undergoing this ceremony on top of being, being put through this exorcism where he was starved for 21 days. Mm-hmm. So the, this member in her testifying, she says, like, I really believed he was going to stand up. Then he was going to be OK because of, you know, the they were cult members. So mm-hmm. they're going to believe what this cult leader is saying. Right. Mm-hmm. But the boy. And yeah, he could have been saved if he would have been taken to a hospital. Right. Mm-hmm. So this person that testified against Araceli Mesa also said that. Benjamin's parents were afraid of being deported, and that's why they never de- reported what Mesa was doing. Which is, this is, that's just another layer. Like, this thing has so many layers because, like, it's a cult. So their viewpoints or their, they're not viewing what she's doing as wrong, even if it's mm-hmm. their own child. Like, they're not seeing Which it as abuse. Which pisses me off because I would, <sighs> oh yeah. my God, I'd legit raise hell for my children, like, full on open the gates of hell and the fact that other parents would not go to that length pisses me off yeah but then it's hard to say because like we're not in a cult right (laughs) that is true that is true because you think about um i don't think i'd care enough for my cult members you yeah that's what i would hope for myself i don't like you enough to to pick you over my kid (laughs) Like, I don't know. That's yeah, me. but it's hard to say because you think about um, other cults, true. like, you know, the famous Jonestown cult. That is true. So many parents I, I were don't think so I'd... willing to, well, actually did give their kids the, um, I think it was juice. It was in Kool-Aid. I know the famous saying is. No, the juice. <laughs> drink was the it Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid or juice? But it wasn't actually Kool-Aid. It, was, it wasn't actually Kool-Aid. It was some sort of juice, oh. I think. <laughs> I heard in the You're Wrong About episode on on this <laughs> case (laughs) but yeah so like one looking from the outside in you're like i would never i would never and i don't think i would ever but i can't say what they were thinking because they were part of this cult who believed everything she was doing but that's your child like oh my god right they basically let him get murdered (sighs) And they, uh, uh, they pretty much were tools in that murder too of their own child, of their own child. Yeah, like, yeah, because they they um, participated in withholding food mm-hmm. from him in the name of performing this exorcism because they believed he was possessed by a demon, 
When in reality, he was probably just acting like a normal toddler, which is or why having his, some kind uh, of like a um, a problem that could that could be solved by getting him a diagnosis. Yeah, going to seek medical care. Like this is yeah, and this is this is why calling everything a demon, uh, and. And exorcisms and possession and religion, it's all such a slippery slope. And like, like, again, I don't want to harp on our religions. I know we have listeners that are religious. Like I myself, I am not. Again, if I'm experiencing something scary, I am going to pray. <laughs> yeah. and I, But again, there's also the fine line between being a science denier. I think at the end of the day, it, it, it comes down to denying medical and medical science and science in general, because I, I don't know. I I grew up in a, a, in a place where they both coexist. Yeah. And I know not everybody's like that, but you also have to put yourself in a thing where you are, when you have kids, you are the protector of them and you have to protect them from everybody in this world. You know, um, and I know that's hard yeah. to do because you can't fully 100% protect your children mm-hmm. from everything, but you should at least try. And that includes your religious leaders. Yeah. And I cannot yeah. emphasize and, this enough. Um, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, like, again, d- like, demonic possession movies, I thoroughly enjoy, but, like, in real life, it's... They're so dangerous, right? They are. They are extremely dangerous. And yeah, not because and of the demons, because of the no, people because doing regular people. people shit. Yeah. To go back to the story, I thought I finished it, but I didn't. <laughs> so, my bad. But to go back um, to this, the same case, still, still Ben Camin. So, this same witness also testified that she felt like she was in a trance when she was part of the commune. And then to, later she realized, like, no, this isn't a religion. Mesa, Araceli Mesa, who we believed was the prophet, was distorting religious scripture to control the members mm-hmm. of the church. Like, this was a cult. This was not mm-hmm. a religion. And so, yeah, this was a cult. And, like, Benjamin's parents were also being controlled in this cult. But it's like, at what point? I mean, I they are still to blame, still. Mm-hmm. But this is just madness. And, like, so this cult leader... And her exorcisms, which she regularly did, she just hadn't done one on a child yet until Benjamin. But this was abuse, like, and mm-hmm. this little boy lost his life in her desire uh, of for control and power and to be, like, a cult leader, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, does she, do you think these people, like her, herself, does she believe these things or was she just using it as a front to, like, I control think it can people. go either way. I know there's some people who have a God complex. Yeah. They are literally so into themselves because um, I was listening to, what was it? Dr. Romney. She has a podcast. Um, I love her. She's a, a psychologist. And, oh, um, I didn't know this. She, what is the podcast? Yeah, and she, and, oh God, I can't, I, let me say, let me Google it. But um, as I'm searching, I'm going to be talking. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but she has a, she specialist, specializes in a uh, narcissist like um that's that's her thing she she 
in her field of study, it was like the three personalities or something like that, which is antisocial personality disorder, narcissism, and uh, so socio, sociop- I can't even fucking say it. So, so yeah, 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 like um, sociopathy, socio, so, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's like Sociopath. her speciality, right? So she she works with people like that. And um, in an interview, um, God, remember there was that one cult where hella people from Hollywood were in, and they were discovered. And it was one of the girls from one oh, of the the, the ne- super band. Yeah, Nexium, Nexium. Yeah. Um. So she speaks to one of the um the. The people who left pretty early, and um, they talk about how narcissism and cults are very um, similar. Like a narcissistic partner and a cult, you have a same religion, a uh, same uh, relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're you know they're controlling, they're manipulative, they gaslight you, they all these kinds of things, and a lot of cult leaders um, seem to to like um, exhibit these narcissistic tendencies. And now that's not to say everyone who like behaves a certain ways a narcissist, because I, I think we're all not, we all have narcissistic tendencies. That's just human behavior, but it's how often Mm -hmm. do you have them that it becomes a problem Mm, and how you interact with other people that it becomes a, a problem. I'm trying to find it. I will look for it and I'll link it. But she has a podcast and uh, yeah, it's okay, Dr. Okay. Romney. I'm trying to find the the cult. Oh, here it is. Um, it's called Navigating Narcissism. But her episode, her episode specifically talking on um on cults and the similarities between cults and narcissism is is called No Such Thing as a Good Cult with Mark Vicente, Part One and Part Two. I believe it's only two parts. Um, as far as I'm concerned, but they really do go into detail on how um, cults gaslight you, they um, mentally abuse you, they warp reality, mm-hmm. and how it's how they manipulate you and um, and do all that stuff. And they're they're really hard to get out of because oftentimes you do people do fin- financially get intertwined with cults. The same way that, you know, a narcissist can sometimes have a, a what is it called, a monetary, have monetary mm-hmm. abuse over their victim. So it goes really into detail. And I do suggest if you're like into cults and the the whole psychology behind them um, to listen to this episodes. But it is it, it is pretty much people being manipulated and gaslit to the point where their reality is so distorted to what really is that they believe in stuff. And now not everybody falls under this stuff there's a few people who are like stop with the bullshit you know that are so sure within their own reality and within themselves that narcissism and narcissistic manipulation in both uh, relationships and cults just doesn't work mm-hmm. and they're often able to cut that shit out from their life like the moment they see red flags they're like nope bye i'm done with you but not everybody's like that and they often search for people who are in need of like love and you know other emotional support and then extort and abuse that um that human need for certain emotional right stuff but it's it's strange and it's like it's it's a little deep dive but yeah 
Welcome to our little haunted break. I want to give a shout out to our amazing Patreons and especially our newest Patreon, Mimi. Thank you so much for joining the Patreon and thank you to the rest of our Patreons. Mimi, Diana, Ashes, Anne, Janie, Michelle, Monica, Modesto, Cynthia, Perla, Jesenia, Dalia, Rene, Iris, Ghost Train, and Bartown Charity. Your support means the world to us. If you want to join the Patreon, go ahead and head on over to patreon.com slash tales. You'll gain access to bonus episodes. We try to do two a month, but always at least one. You get to vote on the movie night uh, polls where you choose the movie night that we're going to be watching and monthly goodies like stickers. And if you join the highest tier, no mames, super serious and spooky, then you get an exclusive keychain. But don't worry. If you cannot support us monetarily, then you are not missing out on anything. The best support that you can give us is just listening to our episodes here. So thank you for doing that. Greetings, we're Technically a Conversation, a podcast for curious people by curious people. Every week, we take turns presenting a new topic, and the other host has no idea what the topic will be. We strive to educate in a way that's loose and fun. Our topics are all over the place, from light and funny to dark and sometimes spooky. Some of the topics we've covered include urban legends, civil rights activists, vampires, pop culture icons, the supernatural and occult, spies and espionage, science and astronomy, and other weird and random things. If any of these topics interest you, give our podcast a shot. Listen and subscribe at technicallyaconversation.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Parental advisory, we might use strong language. Okay, I'm going to definitely listen to that. Um, okay, I have one more case, and uh, this one is more recent. Um, I Sorry, I didn't share the date for the last one. So I think the first one I said was like 2017. The last, mm-hmm. the second one with Ben Kamin, that was 2015. Okay. And this one is from 2021. This is another one that involves a child. Uh, and this happened in California. I remember this one. So, again, trigger, I mean, if you listen to the last trigger warning, then you shouldn't be here now <laughs> anyway, but trigger warning again, because this one is bad too. So, this is Areli Naomi. Uh, Proctor. Mm-hmm. So Arely Naomi Proctor was three years old, and like many three-year-olds, Arely didn't sleep well. I don't know how many times my own my own three-year-old has just. I think it was like two weeks ago. He just kept awake uh, crying in his mm-hmm. sleep. Like, he must have been having nightmares or something. And we would like go over there, like, "What's wrong?" And he wouldn't even wake up. He'd just be like, like crying while yeah, sleeping. And they, kids and kids do that. A lot of people think it's like growing pains too. That as their mm, body grows, okay. it hurts. Yeah. So um, that's where the term "growing pains" happens. By the way, guys, like I didn't know this, but my daughter used to be one of those kids that was always in pain. Would complain that her legs would hurt. And we'd go to the doctor or the, you know, whatever, have her like tested for a few things and be like, we find nothing. It's probably. And then the doctor would be like, it's growing pains, which just means that like their body is adjusting or having like some kind of pain thing to to I, I don't know, a reaction as to why or how their Wild. body grows. I don't remember. Which going is crazy. <laughs> but like now looking, yeah, looking back, I'm like, man, yeah, sometimes I used to have like a random pain in my leg when I was little. 
mm. when I was going through growth spurts. And I don't know if that's like a full-on diagnostics, but that's what where the term comes from, growing pains. Okay, yeah. I don't recall any pains, but like, I also don't remember a lot. So, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, she was doing normal three-year-old things. Some kids just wake up screaming, right? And can we also address that kids are stressed too? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes have like a little, you know, their own version, like shit. Like sometimes I'd be crying when I'm stressed, like let alone a child who's having a bad day, like let them yeah. have a bad day. We're the ones who are supposed to be adults and have some emotional regulation. And if we don't have that. And it's hard for us. How do we expect a little child to to have that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I mean, we have nightmares too, right? <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, and kids have it, have worse like nightmares they don't know how to react Mm -hmm. to them so she would wake up screaming and crying and it was just happening a lot and some kids go through a phase where it just happens like every night and you're like when the fuck is this gonna end Mm -hmm. but you know everything's a phase nothing's permanent with children and one day they're gonna grow out of it and it doesn't seem like that when you're in it in the thick of it just just like uh um, Adelie's mom was like you know in the thick of it and so I don't know maybe she was desperate I don't know what led her to believe this well she was already religious too mm. but she believed that these night terrors and the frequent crying and waking up she believed that this was caused by a demon that her child had been possessed by a demon wow so um convinced that the all this crying and her inability to sleep was being caused by demonic possession, uh, Claudia Hernandez turned to her church. She belonged to La Iglesia Apostoles y Profetas in San Jose. And yeah, you guessed it. This is another evangelical non The moment I heard Profetas, I was like, red flag. Yeah, they always have long names like that. So you can tell when it's no, like, but an like they're always church. like, we're the prophets. We're the prophets. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, not. that's already. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, instead of taking her child to a pediatrician, not that like much can be done for nighters that I, I mean, I don't know. My, my children mm-hmm. haven't gone through nighters, so I don't know what you can do for them. Certainly not a exorcism, though. That's for mm-hmm. sure. So she looked to her church for help and she, she you know, asked for an exorcism. She, this, uh, this supposed demon needed to be cast out of her daughter, uh, according to her. So on September 24th, 2021, Claudia Hernandez and her brother, Rene Hernandez Santos, arrived at the church. And this um, church operated out of the basement of their father's home. Uh, red flag. Yeah, like the... The last, this church and the last one all operated out of a home, out of a person's house. So sorry, that's already like a, yeah, a weird thing to me, like a red flag. <laughs> so yeah, the, um, and their father, their father is Rene Hernandez uh, Hueso, I think was his last name. And he's the pastor uh, and their father. So Arely's grandfather. So, you know, they arrived with her uh, in arms, ready for the ritual. <sighs> I'm not giving details. I also read this police report, which I shouldn't have. Truly horrifying. Please don't do it. So during the exorcism, the three adults withheld water and food. They took turns holding Arely down. 
while trying to force her to vomit. This was to supposedly so she could to get the spirit, this demon out of her. They were trying to make her vomit. And that's the only detail I'm going to be sharing. If you want to look for the police report, it does say more than that. I That's all I'm going to be sharing. It's d- disgusting. So this lasted basically all day. They took her in the morning and around uh, 6 p.m. is when they claim that she fell asleep. So then... Claudia Hernandez, the mom, waited two hours to call 911. Uh, Areli was taken to the Valley Medical Center in San Jose. She had visible injuries to her eyes, throat, neck, and chest. She was pronounced dead at 8.59 p.m. at the hospital. Um, so, like, I, I, if, if, I just, I feel like an exorcism... If you believe in them, right, like, they shouldn't involve this much violence. You shouldn't have to forcibly hold down someone making them throw up. Let alone, like, they should never be done on a child. Yes. It's just, it's horrifying. So, this happened on a Friday, I believe. And so... Uh, The grandfather, Areli's grandfather, again, he's the pastor of the church, right? So on Sunday, he spoke to his congregation and he, you know, he told them, like, I'm upset, but this was the will of God. Like, that's what he said about the own death of his granddaughter, which he caused partially. So he does not believe the exorcism caused her death. In January, uh, this just this next part is infuriating. So in January of 2022, Claudia Hernandez posted a video on YouTube talking about the death of her daughter. And it starts like a fucking typical influencer video. The whole like, hi, welcome to my channel. (laughs) Subscribe and like, like how the fuck can you do that? First of all, the flying fuck. I never saw the video. I I watched it. Oh my God. Please don't, (laughs) please don't. It's out there still. It's up. No, like anything having to do with that case, I try to stay away from. Not because, like, I think it's something that should be hidden, but because I know I will be too emotionally destroyed. It's it's bad. Yeah. So, yeah, don't go watching this video. Don't read the police report. But the video is so infuriating because, like, she spends, like, the first five minutes of this 30-minute video, which she titled with her daughter's name, laughing and and giggling and like i'm just like how can you do that so the this happened in september late september right this was she Mm -hmm. posted this in january like i'm not one to tell someone how to grief but i know that i couldn't sit there and record anything if that had been my child like and the disrespect to your child and she's so nonchalant. She's so giggly. She's so happy. And this, it's only been six months. And I'm like, and and to start a video addressing the death of your child in that manner, I just don't understand. Ugh. That is ridiculous. And in her video, she literally, she says, and this is a direct quote. 
I could sit here and be negative, be sad about the whole situation that she passed away. But it's like, there's no point because it is what it is. It's many reasons why God took her. What if something had would have happened to her? What if she would have had a sickness? It is what it is. I got to be positive about the situation. You know, like at least she's not suffering. That's what I'm thankful for, that she's not going to grow up in that world, like in that world we live in. What the hell? Those are her fucking words. Like, are you are you kidding me? Like, I she's cannot. She's so detached from her emotions. And, 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 and I don't know if she's like, uh, yeah, and I don't know if, if this is like, again, like she could be in that way because one, she's a literal psychopath or two, because she has been abused so much. She is like shutting off all her feelings. Like, I don't know which one. And, you know, they're I both mean, horrifying. They're both horrifying. But like, again, I don't want to I don't want to justify anything they've done here, but. Her father is the pastor of this church. If they've been mm-hmm. raised in this church, which it looks like even they've strayed. Like, I already find some churches and re- churches a little culty, right? So, like, to mm-hmm. me, evangelicals, uh, Mormons, they're already culty. But when you have a yeah. church that has strayed even further than all the already regular practices, then, to me, it's officially a cult. And so... This man's church out of a house. They're just that. And I would like to clarify that um, a reason is not an excuse. We're giving probably a reason why she's reacting the way she is, Mm -hmm. but we're not excusing it. Because a lot of people are like, oh, you're excusing Like, or um, they use their reasons as an excuses for their behavior. And it's like, no, we understand why you did it. It's still not okay to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So she could just, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, if she's been raised this way her whole life, she could totally be like, oh, yeah, because some people are so into this, like, it was the will of God that they can just, like, yeah, not feel or not, you know, mm-hmm. ugh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just, just it's, yes, I've mm. had, like, a death in the family happen, and my crazy culty cousins be like, it was God's choice. And, um, and like me? he wanted her to he wanted her to yeah. die this way. Yeah. And it's like, how the like, how the fuck could you say that about like? I don't know. I would never tell the grieving person like. It was God's will, um, because it whatever happened it not even because they literally murdered this child. But mm-hmm. how could you do that and then say that it was God's will? And they because they don't see it as that. They don't see it as. They to them they were trying to save her during this exorcism, and mm-hmm. so what they've done in their own eyes it's like it was under the word of God, and so it's not wrong. They wash their hands of their sin, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Infuriating. Um, but she was arrested shortly after posting this video. Uh, she was arrested on January thirty first of this year, twenty twenty two. With the charge, uh, child abuse leading to death. And um, her her brother, so Adeli's uncle, and then Adeli's grandfather, so Claudia's father, uh, mm-hmm. they were both arrested together on May 11th of 2022, and they were charged with the same thing, child abuse leading to death. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the pastor slash grandfather of Adeli, he still does not believe that he did anything wrong 
in an interview with Mercury News while in jail, he stated, Mm -hmm. if you read the Bible, you'll see that Jesus cast away demons and made sick people healthy again. It's not when I want to do it. It's when God in his will wants to heal the person. The preacher is like an instrument of God. What we do is what God says. That's some bullshit because what what did he say? Like uh, literally I can just dismantle his, his argument right there. God healed. He didn't kill. Yeah. Jesus healed. He didn't kill. That automatically makes whatever the hell he thought he was doing moot because he didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And this literal interpretation of like, oh, we have to cast stones at these demons and so they fucking throw rocks at people like this literal interpretation of shit is so dangerous uh backyard exorcisms fucking dangerous cults Mm -hmm. dangerous cults in the name of religion dangerous like oh it's uh and like on one hand i feel sorry for how manipulated these people are but at the same time i'm like how how? How do you not see the red flags? How do you not protect your babies against people like this? Yeah. And like, I still think that's something that you could say from the outside. But because if you look at someone who was born into this, it takes so much to get out of a cult and things like this. It's just... But but at the same time, you're just like, how the... F- I don't know. It's so... Ugh. Like, it's, it's like <laughs> I, I see... Why they're doing it and why they but live it's still this way, maddening, but right, but it's still maddening because it's like it's right at like the the truth and and the manip- manipulation is right in front of them, and they don't see it. Mm-hmm. And, and then like it's like there's a there's a difference between you being manipulated, you as an adult being manipulated. No kids involved, but once kids involved, I'm like, how does how, how does it not click? How does it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like you yeah, like I mean like again, it's like it's wrong to tell someone who's been manipulated like how do you not see it? And it's it, it's I'm an outsider looking in, but it's still so frustrating. Yeah. Even though yeah. I know they're completely manipulated, they're gaslit, their um their world is um warped. They don't their reality is warped. I understand Mm -hmm. that. I'm still going to be pissed about it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that's all I had. Like I said, super heavy fucking topics. Because like, like we shared in the last, the last episode was like a legend of an exorcism, right? But they're, Mm -hmm. they're real in the sense that they, people attempt them and they result in death. Mm-hmm. And like while it's fun reading about it, like these things, people, people, people's lives are affected by them, and and people have died throughout all of history. I mean, yeah. it, even like um, the witch trials that were happening. I think to me, there were they were a form of exorcism, and um, you know they did that through fire, through killing someone. Um, and lots of women died. Uh, there was also a case where uh, I think it was in, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was in Ireland. Um, but there was a case of this woman and she was married to this guy. And and he thought like, 
he thought that this fairy had replaced her. Oh, I, I don't know. It's and and like uh, the fae, and he was like, oh, uh, and this was the time where um, killing someone because thinking they were like a witch or or a fae or it anything or a fairy. No, it was illegal at oh, this oh, point. Oh, 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 okay. It had just been made illegal, oh. and um, so this husband, I, I don't know what he, I can't remember the the thing because I I heard this story a while ago, and oh. it pops up every once in a while on TikTok. Oh, um, I'll send it next time I find it or come across it. But anyways, point. Point being, this husband killed the wife because he thought she was, like, possessed or something because she was trying to run her own business. Oh, geez. And this was, like, back in the day, like, the Mm 1800s or 17. I can't remember, but it was back in the day. No electricity where she she was, like, a seamstress. And Mm, she would, like, sew clothes for people and get paid for it. And he's like, why is the woman trying to make her own money? I'm the husband. She's disrespecting me. She's oh, trying God. to be an independent woman. Evil, demon, fairy wow. shit. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, it happened so, uh, it has happened so much throughout history. Yeah. Like, these are just three recent cases, but mm-hmm. it happens a lot too many times. Which is why I wanted to, to women. talk about it. Yeah. Women and children. Mm-hmm. I rarely hear about a dude being possessed. No. Right? Except when you look at a. I don't know, the Warrens, mm-hmm. which are a bunch of phonies. Like one case in like billions of of cases of abuse against women and children. Yeah, it's always the most uh, marginalized people, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I feel like I feel like I don't want to give a spooky recommendation. Do you have like a light recommendation for anything like <laughs> to bring the mood up? <laughs> I don't like go watch a kids movie and or go watch a comedy. Like yes. Honestly, uh, like go watch that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, go watch this foo. Like yeah, it's I think that's so it. I'm, it's going to be a happy recommendation. Yeah, happy recommendation. Not a spooky today. one. Yeah. <laughs> Though there is an episode with Mal de Ojo, like I already mentioned. <laughs> so I can't wait to watch that one. I haven't been able to cuz it's been such a busy week, but I'm I think I'm going to try today. What was I watching yesterday? Oh, I was watching The Ring of Power. Oh, yeah, yeah. On Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, sorry to put you through that. Uh, those two horrible cases. If you made it this far, thank you. <laughs> I'm drained. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit like, I'm going to go hug my kids after this. Yeah, I'm going to go hug them and we're going to go get ice cream or some shit. <laughs> Yes, do so. I I don't have ice cream, but I'm gonna go get them dinner. Nice, my treat. Nice, yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. It, again, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, next episode will probably just be will be like maybe some historic exorcism cases mm-hmm. or like the history of exorcisms, like the popularity of them rising. So it'll be lighter than this episode, but still mm-hmm. exorcisms. Um, and yeah, stay as spooky. We'll catch everyone next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to the spooky supporting us on Patreon. Your support means the world to us. And if you want to join the Patreon and get bonus episodes, monthly goodies in the mail and more, go over to patreon.com slash spooky tales. Spooky tales is hosted by Christina and MJ produced and edited by Christina. 
and is a proud member of the Cultivate Network. For more podcasts on the network, check out cultivatepodcastnetwork.com. Don't forget to check out our spooky merch. We have spooky shirts, we have no mamas shirts, and we have a cool hat that I just added. It's like a baseball hat, not like a hat hat. Um, we also have a beanie in there, and they just say a spooky on there, but I'm a big fan of the hat. It says a spooky in old English letters, and I love it. I wear it every day, not because I want to go around repping the podcast, but it's comfy. It's a great hat. You can go to spookytales.com store. I'm always adding new designs. But don't even worry if you cannot support us monetarily because the most important support is what you're already doing, giving us a listen. If you listen and you love what we do, feel free to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share this with your spooky friends. Spooky season is upon us, so this is our time of year. Stay as spooky.